feel? Uh-oh. Well, uh, this is more about nothing, and uh, we have... What name you gonna go by? I don't have another name except my name. So that's the name you feel more comfortable with? I wish I had another name. People that got on this bitch together talking crazy. One person... Uh, so on one episode, a person disclosed that they friend like to be peed on. And they friend yeah, like peeing on people. Stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple. They they get off on pissing on one another. And This is somebody you know who's friend. Mm-hmm. They like giving golden showers. But this is the thing. I wonder if they get to argue and it'd be like, hey, you really pissing me off. Do they take offense to that shit? Like, what? <laughs> That's just bedroom shit. You don't tell people that. That's why you don't do stuff like no, you can't because you have to experiment. You have to experiment. Experiment with pee? If, if it floats your boat. Some niggas suck toes. Some nigga want to get pissed on. I don't talk about toes. Yeah. You're still young. You have time. <clears throat> Just remember when it happens. It's like, oh, he did say this shit was fire. Just remember that. Real shit. So, uh... You're an avid listener of not this podcast because you <laughs> no you never fucking tell me like hey that's a dope podcast you just had I to one episode one doesn't count and I and, listened to the whole thing though yeah but shit fuck you buy black support black listen to multiple I'm not doing this shit for fun I'm trying to get paid so I can retire okay. one day all right you have to hit the bell. So I'm sitting up here with Bree, and the only way that Bree will do a podcast with me is just me Lies. and her. Lies. I invited you to the other one. You said no. There were other circumstances, mm-hmm. which is why I didn't come. I know. I I wish so y'all could see her so face. You know. <laughs> so Bree works with. We can tell your job. I work. Okay. <clears throat> I work with City of Detroit. Mm-hmm. And, and what we do is I want to switch mics with you Why? Because It's low Yours is low but go ahead please Should I come closer? If you is feel that, the need to Is that better? Go ahead Okay so what we do is <laughs> And then she <laughs> leaned right back She got close to lean right back like, So what we do is Because <laughs> that's a lot of work <laughs> um, You want to sit in your lap? Just don't drop it because it's very expensive yeah, that's what every girl said with my fucking heart. But please go on. You messing with the wrong ones. Um, I like hood rats. What? <laughs> do. Hood rats have that's good traits. They, they do fun shit. But they don't do what you want them to do. Not all the, the time. The Not all the time. But they do fun shit. Like, like? like nigga, not in my face. You like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, so that's, that's the, but at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So... With me liking hood rats, I think you should always be in tune with the other side. You should never, like, not be versed in the other side. Like, if you're going to be business savvy, please know some street shit. Or some street niggas will teach you some street shit. So the best of both worlds. You have to. You have to. Okay. Now, I would not take any hood girl seriously. No. You're for fun. You're a homie. We kick it. We have fun. You can never be my significant other. So what would you want in your significant other? Oh, it's cool. I'm starting to get interviewed. That's what's up. Uh, <laughs> understanding is is really key. I'm always going to say of... me. 
And then you have to understand who you are. And then you have to understand us. So understand you and know what the fuck you gonna put up with. All right. Understand me and know what the fuck I'm gonna put up with. And understand we play for the same team. So it should never be a situation where someone makes you feel uncomfortable or not confident in me or what we got going on. No outside person can dictate what we got going on. So you have to be confident in that. Yeah, you got to be having an understanding. And I always use the perfect scenario. If I'm in a relationship and my significant other is tripping, it's not on anybody else's accord to tell that person they tripping. That's for me. And it's not for me to do it in front of other people, like chastise. But when we get in the car and it's just me and you, I'm like, bitch, you know I'm going to swing on you. Talking to my mama like that. Bitch, you know I love my mama. <laughs> but, babe, n- no, bitch. I'm going to slap taste out your mouth. I wasn't going to do it. Because they raised me better than that. Put your seatbelt on. Oh, my God. Fuck around. Drive this bitch off the cliff. Okay, so you, you want to understand. Okay, you said understanding. We got that mm-hmm. understanding of themselves, understanding of you, understanding of y'all together. What love. Else? Love. What is love? I'm kidding. My You almost heard, <laughs> boom, throw this fucking mic at you. Uh, love, understanding, care, care, affection. Yeah, and I don't want people to be like, oh, you good. Like, put all that shit together. Love is understanding. No, love is love, bitch. That's why it has the name of love. Understanding is understanding. Care is care. And uh, somebody that's going to push me, somebody that's going to build me. And vice versa. Okay, that was my next question. Mm hmm. Um, and, and somebody that's going to buy some J's and not give a fuck. Like, babe, them J's came out and they had 300. And you got them bitches up under the bed. Like, oh, you getting some hair tonight. <laughs> oh, from the back. <laughs> from the front to the back to the side with a blunt <laughs> and a lack. Oh, I thought I apologize. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Would you like to finish discussing uh, the question that you had or are you confident oh, yeah. with this? Yeah. The city okay. year. <clears throat> So I work with City Year, and mm-hmm. we seek to combat the dropout rate. What? Um, One time for the youth teaching youth. Okay. And how we do that is we go into schools and we fill in the gaps that teachers and administration can't necessarily fill. Mm-hmm. Um, my position now, I already served a year with City Year, being in the classroom. I worked with K through eight, and my Started position from now. from the bottom. Now we here. Go ahead. <laughs> My position now is the local recruitment manager for City Year Detroit. Oh, I got a question. Yeah. How many positions did you jump? Oh, about four or five. I did my core year. So you did your first initial. Yeah, the bottom. I started at the bottom. At the very bottom. Yes. And I want to let people know. And the bottom is the most important part, honestly. Because uh, you do the work. Okay, yeah. if we're not talking about money. Mm-mm, not even at the money. Because somebody has to have the vision. I think that's the most important part, the vision of it. True. Now, what you do, you do the grunt work, which is not bad, but you're the most, like, after the vision person, you make everything go. Mm-hmm. So, I do get that. Make the that. vision come to life. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that motherfucker with a dream. <laughs> that right, I have right. a dream. That motherfucker is okay. very important. Shout out to MLK Day. Look at you. I'm not so much a big fan of him. I'm more of a Malcolm dude. Um, okay. We, well, maybe we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. um, that's what I do. And she loves it. I do. And she has a big smile. And she also has I a city year coat. 
that I asked for, that smile just fucking went away, people. It sure did because yeah. that's I earned that mug. Dog, you the plug now. But I didn't get another one yet. Ghost, teach me the fucking game. <laughs> Look. Come on, man. I told you if I got another one, I'll plug you. But right now, that's my baby. I know. And, and you should feel, and, and this is some shit, too, that I, I don't think people understand. You should allow people to share your shit. Like your friends. Because I just got finished speaking to somebody like this. And I was like, the best part about having friends is allowing your friends to go and grow and sharing them with people. That's the beauty of shit. That's how I feel. I would, I'm a giving person, so I share my shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to share me with the world. Mm-hmm. And I got to share you with the world. That's just mm-hmm. real life shit. Mm-hmm. I can't be selfish and be like, oh, you are mine. So I ain't met no pussy that good yet. And I don't want to meet any. I don't, cause uh, matter of fact, we just had. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the report. I seen it on Facebook, and I want to allow you to understand as you check your phone for the twentieth time. It's not the twentieth time. My battery low. Okay. Uh, would you like to charge it? I would love to. Okay. Well, give me a second, and we'll make that happen. Okay. So, I looked at uh, somebody put it up on their feed, and it was the young lady saying toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh. You seen it? No. Okay. So they were 21. She was in a toxic relationship. Her boyfriend pulled a gun on her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, they was going through shit back and forth, back and forth. So when he pulled a gun on her and shit, he was like, you, you can't ever leave me. You, you know how shit is. Yeah, possessive stuff. So she ended up later down the road breaking up with him. So when she broke up with him, he called her over 200 times that night. So she went to work, and he seen her walk across the parking lot. So when he seen her walk across the parking lot, like they was texting to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So he got out the car and he was like, so you really trying to leave me? And she was like, yeah, I don't want to be with you no more. So he was like, if I can't have you, can't nobody have you. And he shot her. Wow. So when he shot her, she fell. And then he took the gun and he into his own life. Mm-hmm. So I seen somebody put it up and I was like, shit, you got to love yourself first. Mm-hmm. This is me just speaking. And this was the time that I was ignorant about a situation. Mm-hmm. So, turns out, I knew the young dude to end up doing it. And seeing him since he was a pup, and I knew his brother loved the fuck out of him. Like, his brother treated him like a son. Mm-hmm. So, for me, and Jay ended up telling me about it. And Jay was like, yeah, you know, you know that was dog. And I was like, nigga. I went back and found a, a Facebook uh, post. I was like, delete. <laughs> delete. <laughs> Just because I don't want to put that shit out there because at the end of the day, I care about him because I know him. Right. Like, I feel bad for the young lady, but it always takes two people to play a part. That's how shit goes. And it sounds good telling the one part of the story because now she was uh, in school to uh, do hair and now she's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life, which is, you know. Oh, so she's still alive. Yeah, she's still alive. And uh, she ended up going home for the holidays, and reality set in when uh, one of her family members had to carry her in the house. And that's when she was like, she, I can never walk again. Mm-hmm. So she was just speaking out. My shit is, it's always two sides to the story. And sometimes three. The shit that you gotta put together yourself. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like love yourself and understand yourself. Mm-hmm. But in relationships, you know, that's some going growing shit. And I can even say it in a jokingly fucking manner, like, I can, I never seen me being crazy over a chick. Mm-hmm. Like, crazy where I'm be like, uh, after the one chick that got me together, Ebony Shanice Lindsay, 
uh, after her getting me together, I think she, I think it was for the betterment. Like, I loved the fuck out of her. And once she was like, no, nah, I don't want to be with you, that shit was like, oh, okay. So I understand that shit. And I know how far I'm going to go. I have been full in with relationships. Mm-hmm. And I have not been fucking in. Like, uh, you can't get me to buy any of this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's just how shit goes. It's just how shit happens. And this how you look at things. That's what I look at. I don't know why the fuck this feel like it's your podcast or shit, nah. Yeah. Like I'm the captain now. Mm-hmm. But uh, with you teaching the city year, I mean working with city year, uh, you taught before, correct? I did. So how do you feel about you being super fucking young and teaching and? Like, what did you grasp from the youth of today? Because I got mm-hmm. a different side. Because all the youth I met was locked up. Right. Or a ward to the state. Right. Yeah. Um, well, you know, specifically here in the city. and uh, East side. <laughs> Detroit Public Schools. Um, DPS. But yeah. You went so, to DPS? I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I grew up in that mud. So yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not give you too much. Let's not. Oh, give it. Don't start. Let's not give you too much. So, um, what I got is, children are, youth are growing up where they need a different kind of education. Just like technology is being modernized, Mm -hmm. we have to modernize the way that we're teaching our kids. Facts. And what's happening is we have, I have nothing against traditional ways if they work. If they work, I We've been using this shit since the 20s, though. But what I'm saying is, like... Counting, even counting changed. Because in college, they they say a little slick shit, like, oh, you still do it that way. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my granddad did it that way. And it's Mm -hmm. like, hey, bitch... Went to Detroit Public. That's what the fuck I learned. All right. And we get defensive about that because we know, mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, don't come at me in my, my school system and where I grew up. <laughs> you sad, baby. <laughs> so it's just like some things that your parents taught you. You understand that maybe you won't act on it the same way that they did back then, but it's the concept that you understand. Thanks. So some of the traditions I understand, but the babies, they not grasping it. And one thing I got the opportunity to do was tell my partner teacher I was working with in city year, like, hey, how about we try it this way? I didn't have to argue with her. She was very open to what I had to say. And she a veteran teacher. She's been teaching for 27 years. But she was like, listen, <laughs> um, I want you to tell me, like, you know, what you think. And I saw my kids struggling. I saw their faces because she was, you know, doing that whole little open the book and the little audio is playing and they trying to listen. And then they got to answer a question. They like, Miss Bree, we don't know what we're doing. And so that shit crazy. That's they keep passing them up a grade. And so when we get our kids in city year, the focus list of students we have are grade levels behind. So I had fourth graders. A lot of them were on a first grade and kindergarten level because they keep passing them mm-hmm. doing the traditional way. of. If you a good kid and you just sit there and you don't cause no problem, you can fucking get a C. Mm-hmm. You can fucking get a C. And I'm with you <clears throat> just because. I felt like I was in your shoes, and I explained that to you a lot. You but it was just dealing with the dynamics of these kids being adjudicated mm-hmm. uh, and, and just their mind frames. Because mm-hmm. the setting you were in, you can't, a little bitch-ass nigga, sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. 
and the setting I am, that's how I'm relatable. Right. If I if I came in talking like, hey, how are you guys doing? Mm-mm. Are you? They gonna be like, man, hey man, who the fuck this silly corny ass nigga? Exactly. And before you go, they be like, oh, I'm corny, but your mama suck my dick, and then they be like, oh, <laughs> your mama suck dick. <laughs> so it's just different things to grasp, and I love yeah. that you're doing that, and you're in it, and you're mm-hmm. you're growing at a rapid pace. So yeah, that's something, and I think. It's beautiful to even take on that you're you're not afraid to go up to somebody who's older and implement, hey, this is what I think we need to be rocking with. Mm-hmm. This is like best for us. This is how we win. Because yeah. a lot of people are intimidated to speak their mind. Mm-hmm. And I think people forget like everybody was intimidated at something. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to understand sometimes you got to put yourself in a kid environment. And yeah. I put... I put myself in those kids' uh, shoes before, and I was going to bat for them with teachers. Mm-hmm. Everybody be like, "Man, that's old girl. That'd be like she a bitch." And I, I go up there and introduce myself, like, "Hey, hello, I'm a mentor here." And you know, the kids were telling me about you. I just wanted to kind of introduce myself. And, yeah. Oh, I thought you was a kid with this fucking facial hair. So what? I sound like a ninth grader. <laughs> God damn it! I drove here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I drove here and I don't have a bad time. Got <laughs> me fucked up. So but yeah, I hear you, and I, I, I guess I don't want them to get messed over. I know what it's like to be. I remember what it was like to be in a classroom just like theirs. Mm-hmm. And growing up, my daddy said, "Don't ever play the victim. Don't ever." Even if something is done to you, you don't act like it didn't happen to you, but you don't have to victimize yourself. Mm -hmm. So if it's already people out here that's trying to make us be the victim and um, have these organizations like, let's go help the little black kids. Let's go save them. Mm -hmm. They're dying. You know, if it's already that happening, I'm not about to let people in our own community cheat them as well. Like, and it's, it's not about me going in the classroom and going off on teachers and administration. It's about working with them. I remember, because you got to meet people where they at. Just like you're saying, you introducing yourself because you like, hey, I just want to make it known. Like, hey, they been yeah. talking about you. I just want to introduce myself. It's not about, you know, negative confrontation. It's about meeting people where they at to get the thing done. It's You arguing, wasting time. So mm-hmm. we got to fix it to make it better so that they can benefit. And a lot of people don't see it that way. No. And, and a lot of people don't like taking orders from people that's younger. Oh, you know? no. Yeah. We got talked about, like, <laughs> my team in my school, mm-hmm. they either liked us a lot or they was just like, I don't want to sit here. And that came from, like, jealousy because the kids would enjoy us more than they would enjoy their teachers. We didn't ask for that. But if we're getting them to learn and they're excited about learning mm-hmm. and you and they're cussing them out and, and calling them all types of names, what are they supposed to feel like? Mm-hmm. So. And, and it's a certain behavior that's taught. And that's one thing that uh, I had to watch out just with mentoring because people would try to use that. I remember one lady tried to use me as an opening act. Like, you come here and you be the opening act. You be the funny dude. And I hit him with the real shit. I was like, bitch, you must not know who you fucking nope. with. You must not know that. Uh, that's not how that works. That I know Harlan personally. And he kind of, like, I was kind of made for this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, doing this shit. I was kind of made for this. Mm-hmm. So I played my role. I let old girl do that shit. And mm-hmm. once they got to talking about running her and fucking her and what's her number, she was like, uh, excuse me, can you bring the funny guy back? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, no, rock your shit out. <laughs> the <laughs> opening is over. I have done my part. Mm-hmm. Like, do yours. So that's something that I understand and fighting for respect to others. Like, I'm 
I'm all with it. I'm I'm battle tested. Mm-hmm. I've been through seasons. Like I ain't got this grand of beer for nothing. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just little shit that I I look at and I get at and uh some other stuff that I want to touch on with you is just the weight loss journey. Because uh, both of us are currently getting fit. I've been in the gym. You've been in the gym. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's talk about that. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel like it's something that's very difficult? Because I weighed myself. Well, I got weighed because I went to the uh, the doctor today, and I'm 238. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put my number out there like that. You don't got to. Um, can I ask you, did you lose? You've lost weight before, haven't you? Yeah. Okay, so we both lost weight before. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both can agree that it's mental, right? Yeah, it's very mental. So it, it's mental as far as staying dedicated exactly. on the right path. Yeah, yeah, it's mental. Um, so that is the difficulty keeping your mind mm-hmm. open to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again when you don't feel like it, when you don't see results. And I mentioned to you earlier today mm-hmm. that you know it's it's a little bit easier for men to lose weight. Than, than women. women because of you know chemicals, hormones in the body, etc. But mm-hmm. that's not an excuse. It, b- but it's true shit though. It is. Let's. I mean, let's just be honest. You mm-hmm. know, I'm not gonna you know sit here and be like, oh my gosh, I can't lose weight because it's easier for men. Like, no. Nah, I mean, hey, work with science, okay? Mm-hmm. There's ways around it. And I made a decision, and I mean, you didn't have to like outright make this decision, but we both was about to sit up here and get no surgery, no pills. It, it's not that deep. If I you get know, surgery, no to nobody else, but it's just like. If I'm trying to grow mm-hmm. as a person, I ain't going to take the shortcuts. I got to do it the way it's meant to be done for me. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way I see fit too. Can I, can I ask, do you, do you know before, like how much weight you lost when you did lose weight? Mm, no, but I noticed like there's certain things I can feel. I can feel when I'm, when I'm fat, fat, cause mm-hmm. I feel it. I right. feel fat because I feel everybody. like mm. my double chin is making an appearance now since I didn't been out of town. So yeah. <laughs> like you're saying, like I can yeah. feel that. And I remember you said I, I didn't tell you this, mm-hmm. but when you um, when we was on Facetime and I was in when I was out of town mm-hmm. and you saw what I was eating, you were like, what are you eating? I was eating like some fruit snacks or something like that. I was, I was telling on you like, her ass. like I'm eating all this stuff, you know, da 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 da. And you said, all right, you you quit playing, but if you don't. Yeah. That, that 20 pounds will show up like just like that mm-hmm. and that hit me because that's been told to me before my daddy used to be on me like that he'd be like okay you could eat bad for like a week and gain like this much weight mm-hmm. and then work out for a week and it ain't gonna get off of you that easy nope. so especially when old age comes <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm trying to get it now okay yeah. so, you got to like, I want to be flawless when, when I'm 40 that, that helped me and I know we was joking earlier about like um you know, you was telling me like I was telling you like this, 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 mm-hmm. and this. Because I like, seen there it. Is, you know, and, and, and I sometimes wanna, you need that voice of fucking reason to be like, do. nigga, what you doing? I do. Yeah, let me make that personal. Yeah. So I mean, I just, I mean, I appreciate it. Even if I give you like, Hell, if I'm a girl, like you Hell, say that Hell. I am, I really appreciate. And she that. fights me every time. I don't about that. Shit. But um, I appreciate you because. I'm a real nigga from the east side. You said, baby. I was just about to say, yeah. Real nigga from the east side. That's it. And, um. And sometimes you just need that shit. And, you do. Uh, and I think, like, how you saying, you're a given person. Mm-hmm. And you're going to give out. 
Regardless, that's me. Right. Whether or not you're not looking for nobody to give it back to you, because I mean, in the end, you're just gonna be chasing nothing. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you can't expect people to be to do that. But nobody buy me (laughs) J's. Nobody buy me J's. As far as like you know, our health journeys and things like that, Mm -hmm. um, people don't talk about this. I can't talk about it with all my friends now. You know. We in our little 20s and stuff, so it's like... Early 20s. I want to look cute. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. I'm going to go to the gym, but I'm going to go to the gym and look cute, and I'm barely sweat. Like, when I go in there, I go in there to work mm-hmm. because none of my friends, to put it frank, have been as big as I was before I lost the weight that I lost. So I had to work. They didn't necessarily have to work as hard as I did. So it was just me out there, so they couldn't relate. So no, I didn't want no gym buddy. No, I didn't want nobody helping me with my food and stuff like that. Because a lot of people would look at me like, you eating that? Why you got to do that? Why you work out like this? Why you do that? And I didn't have time for that. So I had to get away from everybody who was telling me like, mm-hmm. girl, those wise. girl, it wasn't about that. You know, sometimes a weight loss journey ends up being more. Go ahead and say it. It ends up being more than just losing that weight. It, it's, it grows you as a person. Mm-hmm. It Most stretches definitely. you, get your discipline together, your consistency, your mind right. That's mm-hmm. what it gets you. Then you start thinking about things and people and relationships different. It spreads all over. So you're not going to want certain things and people around you like it was before. That was feeding your habit. It changes your whole being. Mm-hmm. And you have to change your environment. And I now... Wish, I swear I wish Sunny uh, fucking... It punk ass was here just because me and him <laughs> talked about it wow and he ended up uh and i i don't want you to forget what you were saying mm-hmm. uh he ended up saying he got uh high cholesterol sleep mm-hmm. apnea yeah and i was telling him like you know we can go to the gym we can work out he mm-hmm. was like i was like we could run on a treadmill he was like i work out i lift weights i said no sir that's called lifting it's mm-hmm. a difference yeah. he like lifting is working out i said no it's lifting like people call it lifting, mm-hmm. shit not working out. I'm like, we go hit the treadmill. I don't want to get on no treadmill because he afraid of it, mm-hmm. and that's the shit that he know really gonna do. And I told him like, it's your life expectancy. Like, mm-hmm. my nigga, you're not in your thirties, fam. Mm-hmm. Like, you're forty, yeah. and he gonna hear this podcast and he gonna probably talk shit. But <laughs> and then when you drink, it's a whole different animal. Oh yeah, because liquor stay on. A whole different thing to it. Yeah. So even with that being said, I, I do want you to finish the point that you were proving. I was just saying that when you are on a weight loss journey, Mm -hmm. it starts off kind of superficial. I made a decision that when I was at my biggest, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Brie. Because I looked in the mirror, I can't tell y'all that. Yes, you can because you lost so much. I know. I was almost 300 pounds. Really? Seriously. Damn. And my daddy kept looking at me like, no, you don't need to look. And my dad was hard on me. Mm -hmm. My dad taught me how to run a mile when I was in about fourth grade. So I know how to run. Mm-hmm. And it's always something that I'm going to know how to do. But he didn't want me to, like, he was concerned. He always said, like, you know, the world is harder on a big woman, more hard on a big woman than a big man. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in this day and age, it's a little bit different. It may be different now. Yeah. But I remember, like, they ain't mess with the fat boys in my class. They would always mess with me. But they, I was nice and I was really, you know, nice uh, to everybody. Uh, and oh, you getting picked on for sure. I still got picked on. You was an easy target. But they didn't, but they didn't like do me as bad as like the other girls who was like fat, you know, during my Yeah, because you had backup and everybody was like, we go a little hard on her, but we can't <laughs> go too hard. Because it's but, a difference. It's always that really nice, overweight woman. And then it's the one that's overweight and got a fuck up attitude. And yeah. attitudes and shit, you know. 
that shit kind of gets you far and it kind of stops you too. Because you want to have an attitude enough to where motherfuckers don't pick on you and play mm-hmm. with you and do certain shit. Oh, yeah. But you also want to be understanding to the fact and shit like that. Like, I think I'm a very understanding person. And we can talk about any fucking thing. Like, I'm comfortable if you want to talk about it. They have tried to get me to interview uh, people that's like transgender, gay people. Mm-hmm. And they kind of threw me in there like, are you going to be nervous? And at the end of the day, I was telling them, like, no, they people too. Mm-hmm. Like, just because I don't agree with your lifestyle don't mean, like, I'm supposed to fucking hate you. And disrespect you. Like, Yeah. I'm not built you. like that because I don't really righteously I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have to sleep with that man. Or that trans man. Mm-hmm. Or that woman that's now a man. I don't have to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. You're not in my demographic. Like, even if I come in contact with you, it's like, yo, what's up? Is like, hey, good. Nah, ain't mm-hmm. none of that shit here. <laughs> I don't want any of your boy pussy, sir. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I have been having women vagina, and I kind of like it. That's all I want. That's all I want. Okay, you made that clear. Yes, I want, I want to make that shit crystal translucent. It is tra- see through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So, just with that, and to speak on the weight loss, it's more mental. I love going to the gym, sweating. Uh, we spoke about how I was sore. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Like I like to work out and feel sore. I like. I have to get out the bed. Like, oh, damn it, I can't do this no more. <laughs> I like that because it lets me know I'm working, and right. it adds to that hard working shit because mm-hmm. with that just being like at the end of the day it's like well what you get what make you you mm-hmm. and I would like to think hard working understanding caring and funny because mm-hmm. I have noticed uh, I'm cool with one of the supervisors at the gig mm-hmm. and he was like nigga some of that shit you be shooting off on motherfuckers I be laughing he said he went home and told a couple of my jokes uh, <laughs> I told the one girl she had a spray in her bag and I was like that sit down spray ain't gonna be strong enough cause your sit down stank and he looked and he would just bust out laughing he was like you said she had sit down spray <laughs> and I tell Your people face. don't play with me cause my mind has always been fast I always had a fast mind <laughs> and I'm a king. little yeah and I'm a Gosh. little fucking witty so with me Very. being a little witty Very. you get in this ring <laughs> you want to stop shaking these shoulders like this please <laughs> look look I'm doing a rock get in this ring you want to <laughs> fuck around and get stop. rock bottom and people elbow before you know it <laughs> and you be looking up like what why the fuck did he count to three <laughs> cause you lost nigga that's why so it's more mental spiritual uh, I love working out once again and if anybody you know if it's a motivation, like, don't put your motivation in some somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. Like, motivate yourself. Like, it'd be some hard days. Because mm-hmm. I don't mind going to the gym by myself. Like, I, I rock my shit out. That's all I do. Yeah. We need to go to the gym. We need to fuck around. Can I say, I want to say this, too. Go ahead. Um, I think it's important. Remember uh, a little bit ago, I asked you, I said, when I asked you about your journey and what you want to do and what's your goals and all of that, mm-hmm. I asked you, I said, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And I said, it doesn't have to be tangible. The reason I asked that is because, I mean, I asked that anyway. Some workout clothes? Don't mind me some workout clothes? The reason that I asked that You got more money now, <laughs> man. Damn, you got the bag. You officially have the bag. How you don't want to share it? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about this off the podcast. That's some bullshit. Hey, <laughs> so wait, can you tell me why you're beautiful? 
You're going to do this to me right now? <laughs> Can you tell what? me? What? Can you tell me? Uh, okay, I just want everybody to know he asked me this every five seconds. No, and the first no, I don't. time he the first time he asked me this, uh-huh. he said if I don't have an appropriate answer, he blocking me, he not talking to me no more. Real shit. And because he a he he a real <laughs> East Side nigga. <laughs> Hit the bell. For real East Side niggas of the world. We see I y'all, no baby. I had no choice but to believe that he would do that. <laughs> and it was real shit. And the only reason I went hard at your ass because you're a teacher. No, I'm not a teacher. Fuck you. You're a teacher. I'm an educator. Ooh, I like that better. Yeah. You're an educator. I like that. I like that shit. She fast with it. <laughs> so, you're an educator. Yeah. And with you educating, you have the future yous, me's, Barack's, mm-hmm. whoever. You have the future. Mm-hmm. So, you have to give them something. And if you don't know how to give it to yourself, how can you give it to them? Because I asked her. I was like, what, what makes you beautiful? And she couldn't tell me. She was fucking stumped. What did you say? <laughs> she started giving it to everybody around her. I did. Yeah. I, I attribute it to, I give to people. Uh-huh. I'm selfless. She was like, I spend my time with other people. I, I, I made it about other people. But if, if it's just me in this world, mm-hmm. you know, what would I say? But what did a real nigga say to you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what did a real nigga say to you, sugar? <laughs> she now she's sweating. <laughs> this minute ago had her hands in her pocket. Now she's sweating to him. Uh. First of all, she had this. Like she had this bitch like a deacon, <laughs> wiping her head. And Jesus told me what they say, Pastor. They said, "Nigga, uh, uh, my we, fault, we, my fault. That was uh, last night at the club." <laughs> you done? Yes, I am. I apologize. You <laughs> no. don't. You don't. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I'm human. Oh, don't I know it? Mm-hmm. So, so just give us like probably a twenty second of a the, twenty second. Yeah, the, of why you're beautiful. Of and I'm gonna start you I'm on beautiful. a. The, I'm gonna start you on a minute mark. So, go. All right. I'm beautiful because I always start off this way. Mm-hmm. I'm beautiful because I was created by God, and. I'm beautiful because I <laughs> stop because you it's on a podcast now. <laughs> People I'm are trying to hear this shit. <laughs> but go ahead. You can't start off cold like that. You want me to do it? Want me to go first? No, I don't want you to go okay. first. Okay. I want to take on the challenge. I like that. I okay, like that educator. Okay, let me let me start this thing off right again. All right, All right. then. Um I'm beautiful because I was created by God. I'm beautiful because I have shortcomings that I recognize. Mm -hmm. I am a self-aware person. Um, I'm focused. She said that should have looked at me like, (laughs) like I would have the steak. (laughs) I had a steak nigga. Motherfucker, this is our first time hanging out. She will fuck with those chicken fingers, please. (laughs) But go ahead and finish, because you still ain't giving me my shit. Man, you can make that face. You can start over again. We we don't edit the podcast. I'm talking about, they got me up here saying some wild shit. I I, know you ain't going to edit it. Yeah. They got me up here talking about eating butt, so I'm like, I'm fucked up. What's your podcast, though? I don't edit shit. I give it to the world. I give it to to the world. Okay. I'ma go. No, let me finish. One. Well, take I'm, it seriously. 
She up here farting and shit? No, I didn't. I'm okay. Stop. Don't say that on there. Mm-hmm. Um I'm beautiful because I don't attribute my beauty to my physical characteristics all the time. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know she's still a woman. <laughs> I'm beautiful. Go ahead. I apologize. I'm beautiful because I recognize my place um, in my family, whichever space I step into in the world. I use my power because I know where I stand in this world. Um, I'm beautiful because I don't get it right all the time. And that's cool. I'm imperfect. I'm beautiful because <laughs> I'm beautiful because I'm funny. I'm hilarious. And I'm beautiful because I care. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh that's some dope shit. And she really took time out and effort. I was very impressed. When she said it, the way she said it, I heard that shit get on headphones. I heard that shit. So, uh, just overall, and that's something that I think we should practice more. Like, you should wake up in the morning and find reasons why to love yourself instead of saying, well, this ain't that and that. And it shouldn't be the superficial shit. Because I'm a bad bitch or shit. Because, nigga, I got a big-ass dick. That's what the fuck I'm... Because that shit don't matter at the end of the day. Because whatever you get, somebody get better. However, it's fucked up to you, somebody get worse. Like, I remember one of my cousins, and I don't even fuck with this nigga. But when my cousin told me that shit, he was telling me stories. Like, I was doing my poor me shit. And he was like, nigga, your mom's ever put you out? It's because you look like your dad, nigga. And made you sleep on the porch. And then felt bad because the neighbors were starting to wake up and go to work. And let you back in the crib and shit. So people want to look at her different. And I was mm. like, damn, I didn't know you had it like that. And he was like, yeah, nigga, think about that shit before you start talking about how fucked up it is with you can go to the refrigerator and get Kool-Aid. And ain't nobody mad at you because you look like another motherfucker. Mm. So I was like, shit, nigga, I'm going to be all right. Okay. <laughs> so That's you just got to look at shit. About don't victimize yourself. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's so easy to do. It's it easy. is easy. It's very easy. And, you know, just with the mental health shit, because everybody gets somebody that's in their surroundings that's mentally fucked up. I happen to call one person brother who's mentally fucked mm-hmm. up. And sometimes you just got to look at him and be like, you's a simple bitch. I swear to God, you is. Why you got to be all ahead? Simple. Because sometimes you need to hear it. And sometimes you need to understand it and understand where you came from. My pops just got finished coming over here, mm-hmm. had his birthday. Uh, him Aww. and Jay been going to the gym, hanging out, doing shit. Yeah. That's Jay Avenue. Jay really is parent orientated. So I love him for that because he takes the pressure off my black ass. Mm-hmm. My, my pops came over here and he seen all my hats. And uh, Jay was like, yeah, little bro, you know, you got some hats. You got some nice hats. And I had this one nice, like, Fisherman hat And it was nice as hell I was like I'm gonna wear this bitch In the summer I'm gonna kill him baby I'm gonna oh, kill A last one of them So I had it And I just had it Sitting there And my dumb ass I should've put it up In my fucking room That's where the fuck I should've put it mm-hmm. My dad grabbed it And put it on I was like Oh yeah man It's nice It's a nice little hat Right here man This this yours I was like Yeah Where you get it from I was like Yeah somebody gave it to me But when he gave it to me It was like Brands fucking new right. He was like Oh okay Can I have it you should have known that was coming. Like, yeah, man, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Fuck a whole ass nigga grown as hell can't buy his own shit. So, but I love my dad. And uh, I gave it to him. 
He set me the fuck up though. He definitely set me up. He set me up smooth in a motherfucking suit. But you know, it's love and the hat has a, a good home. That's mm-hmm. the most important shit. That's what I say when uh I give uh shoes to kids, like just treat them right. Just mm-hmm. clean them, tell them you love them. Mm-hmm. Treat them right cuz you didn't pay $230 for them bitches big time. Mm-hmm. You didn't. I did. So, <clears throat> that's just something that uh, I want people to understand and you know, just get it. So, <clears throat> That's uh, you gonna say why you beautiful? You just put me out there on the spot. Oh, I will. I'm beautiful. Uh, just because I know who I am, I know what I want out of life. I know what I'm going towards. I know what I will and want to set. And one of the major parts why I'm beautiful because I came from a beautiful village. My grandmother really. Uh, you love your grandmother. Yeah, that's my dog. Uh, she really was the head. Of the family, she sat in that seat. Mm-hmm. So to see a woman over all those men, and she was like the youngest. Mm-hmm. And one epic story she used to always tell: my great grandmother would leave and go out of town, mm-hmm. and my grandmother's name is Evelyn, and my great aunt name is Annie. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother, I mean my great grandmother, would have the bags at the door and get ready to walk them out, and she'd look and say, "Evelyn, take care of Annie." Mm. And uh, my grandmother used to be like, who the fuck going to take care of me? I'm the youngest. Mm. But sometimes you get that leadership role. So yeah. I'm beautiful because she's beautiful and because she only created things that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So she's the reason I'm here. And she didn't been through an abusive relationship, mm-hmm. having to get her on her own and all that. And mm-hmm. for me to even turn out halfway decent is, you know, just a lot. And then uh, all my brothers, my cousins, Jay, Ray. Uh, they make me that they instill shit in me, my pops, my mom. So that's a core of why I'm beautiful. So when people tell me like, man, you know what? You got a good head on your shoulders and all that. I always say to myself and sometimes to them like, shit, it's a whole sea of head that need to hear that shit before me. Because mm-hmm. I'm a product of what they made. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm beautiful. I'm also beautiful because I'm a nigga from the east side, baby. Hey, <laughs> that Mac and Bewick area. And I'm a, uh, really a nice dresser. Very understanding. And sometimes ain't easy on the eyes. You gonna stop. You gonna stop fucking playing like I'm ugly around this bitch. That's what we ain't gonna do. I was about to say I don't call you ugly, but I do Mm -hmm. when you make me really angry. Mm -hmm. And she said my lips. You brought it up. You brought it up one day. You said, "Now have I ever called you ugly?" And I was like, "Dang it!" Yeah. Even when I'm playing with you, have I ever called you ugly? Hey, fucked her up. <laughs> fucked her ass up. I didn't have any and to all the girls say. I have called ugly before, uh, <laughs> you was really fucking ugly. I and then you. I wanted to just come back and say, well, you can't call me ugly anyway. But. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's all my shit. Uh, I really think that. Like, knowing who I am is the most important part. Knowing what I want is the most important part. Can I say, can I give you a compliment? Yesterday was National Compliment Day. I don't keep up with the holidays. I don't be giving a fuck about that anyway. I know. But please. I would, ahead, like to, I would like to give you a compliment. Okay. Um, Finest nigga on the east side. I know. <laughs> I know. Look at me smile. Can you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. The other way, the other way. Just let me know when you're done. Okay. Go ahead. Um, hold on, I got one more. That smile and point is fucking epic, but please go ahead. I like that you smile. You know how guys don't smile now. Oh, fuck them niggas. I know I'm happy. I smile in my picture. My grandma got on my ass. She's like, baby, why are you sitting there making all them ugly faces? <laughs> so that's why in my ID pictures, I smile. Mm-hmm. 
I just recently stopped smiling my ID picture. Really? People would pull them out and be like, you happy? You go ahead and get in. But my grandmother got me on that shit. She was like, baby, why don't you smile? Yeah. It's a picture. Yeah. And I had to think about that shit. Like, shit. I'm going to smile my next one. Like, Aww. it's important. You should smile. Smiles go a long way. You know, I smile every five seconds. So. No, you giggle and laugh. But uh, give me your. Don't tell me to give you the compliment. Just yeah. let me give it. Let me get <clears> my <throat> shit. All right. So. One thing you brought up and that I brought up was being self-aware. Mm-hmm. And just like I just said, I'm self-aware. You would have to be around me and get to know me to be like, all right, everybody said that. Let me see if she actually knows who she is, you know? Mm-hmm. And I would say this if the mic was not on. And I should have said it if the mic was not on. But you are one of the most phenomenal examples. Oh, what? Of knowing exactly who you are and what you want and what you don't want. You think so? And I know so. Woo! I can't wait till Sunny hear this. (laughs) Wait. Like, bitch, somebody think I'm important. (laughs) I'm saying that because it makes things a whole lot easier. Um, You know, people like my age and younger, Mm -hmm. we be all over the place. And. Everybody has to figure out what you mean when you say it or like, oh, yeah, we a C. Mm-hmm. And earlier we was talking about being in relationships with people and giving your all to them. And you don't know them that well to mm-hmm. give them your all. You shouldn't be giving nobody your all, honestly. But. No kids. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's it. And, that's it. And, I kind of feel like your mate, too. Cause, but if that's if y'all sure, but let's not, let's not. Let okay. me finish my compliment. But, but because let's say if me and you was in a relationship. Okay. I would know I would have to build you. But you will always be better than me in the long run. Like, I, I'm supposed to build you up to where if anything happens, you keep this shit going. Mm-hmm. And the next dude you get, like, that's why I always tell women, no man can complete you. He just compliments you. Because you got to know who the fuck you is. You mm-hmm. got to know what you want. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. So if that was the case, I know I would have to build you up just because I have the experience part. Mm-hmm. Like I've been weathered, I've been through the storms. But once you get to my age, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be the shit. You're gonna be better than me. You're gonna be better than me, and it's nothing wrong with that. That's how it's supposed to be. And where you flawed, and I'm supposed to be strong, and vice versa, strong enough to where both of us even each other out, and we fix the flaws and shit. That's why I got you on the fucking podcast doing the shit after you said no and we'll do mm-hmm. it. Okay, can I finish? The end yes, of my please. Okay. Um, the reason that I say that you're the most phenomenal example of, at least that I, I've seen and I've been around, I've been around some self-aware people, mm-hmm. um, but I still have to kind of like cut through the nonsense, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just loud. And I'm not necessarily saying that you physically talk loud. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But the way that you live and the way that you carry yourself, nobody will ever have to guess. Hell nobody no. will ever have to wonder. And it's such a genuineness. And I always talk about achieving that for myself, Mm -hmm. being genuine to where it's just like, I'm so sure that I'm making you question yourself. And you got a lot of that fire in you. I want to, um, it's a challenge to me. My parents always told me about like being around people who are ahead of me in some areas to look forward to something to achieve, Mm -hmm. not to where I feel like, 
they leaving me behind, but they're challenging me to be better. Always. That's and what it's about. That's what friends are supposed to be anyway. But they was like, get you a couple <clears> that's like a few steps ahead and some areas that you want to grow in. So you can mm-hmm. see and you can feel that. And that's the way that, that I feel. So. Oh, shit. You got to plug your YouTube shit, too. That was powerful. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Got to plug it. Um, so I just want to say that I appreciate that. Like I said, mic on, mic off. I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care. It ain't nobody listening to this right now. Mm-hmm. But I really, I really, really appreciate that. I'm a person who appreciates tangibility and genuineness in people. And to know that I can come and, you know, we spend time and it's just like, <sighs> finally, I don't have to like read in between the lines. I don't have to think about what they thinking about. I don't have to be like, they ain't mm-hmm. mean that. Why they say that? I don't have to have no surface conversations. I can sit there and just be. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite words is being, just being whatever it is that you are. Yeah. And so to have that in my life right now, it means the world to me. Mm-hmm. So now, I just wanted to give you that compliment. I'm happy to even be around and to give you one back, uh, or several back. It's the, uh, when I seen you speak on YouTube, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, I don't get whoa too much. I was like, man, that shit was deep. Yeah, you don't. You are not easily impressed. <laughs> yeah. I seen so much shit. I seen so much shit. <laughs> and then how you took time out to really focus and do that. Well, mm-hmm. this is why I'm beautiful shit. Because mm-hmm. you argue me down on that. Like, I like, did. Hey. And, and remember and that scene. day I like stopped talking. Yeah. And you had said something. You was like, don't get quiet now. I said, I'm quiet, quiet because <laughs> yeah. it's something that's worth listening to. Yeah, she fucked me up with that. Because I, you know, it wasn't me. I wasn't playing victim. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just like, he said something I don't like. It wasn't like that. I started getting quiet when it's like, all right, girl, shut up. Because you need to understand something real quick. Yeah. You know? Um, it, even the way you took it. Because, you know. A lot of times, if the message isn't totally right, we don't know how to decipher and break it down, and we take offense to shit. Yeah. Like, that's the number one shit. Like, I can say something, and you just instantly take offense to it. Like, I don't like the way you said that. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't like the way you said it, just think about it. And that's something that happens with me. I over-process shit right Mm -hmm. when it happened. Mm -hmm. So when it happened, in my mind, it's just playing back, back, back. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm letting all those emotions out. And that's that sensitive side of me that Mm -hmm. I embrace. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, what the fuck's going on? And yeah. even Sonny, who calls me the most sensitive person, mm-hmm. he was going through a little thing, and we spoke to it on a podcast, and that nigga was like, man, I needed you. Like, you call me every day saying, like, yo, like, I'm not going to commit suicide, nigga, stop asking. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good. But I called him, was like, nigga, you good? Everything all right? Yeah. You show? All right, nigga, put the gun down, nigga. You don't got to kill yourself. It's just a job, nigga. Right. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, nigga, I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> I wish you would fucking stop calling me. But it's just the shit that you have and then, you know, just a little bit of shit that you go through and you fucking understand and you get. And, it, you know, it ties back into, you know, what you do. And for me to see you, what, 14, 15? Yeah, I was 14. When I yeah. Met you. So to now... And you're a woman, and that powerful piece that you said, and how you owned it, it was like, man, that's what's up. Like, that's some good shit. And now you even in a better position where you can say, well, all right, I see growth. And I don't think people see that. Mm-hmm. People don't see a lot of growth. They're stagnant. They get complacent. I'm happy at this point in my life, and I'm like, man, I want better. Mm-hmm. I chilled out on all the traveling shit because I wanted to be like I wanted to fix certain shit. Right. Like now I'm on shoe punishment, mm-hmm. and everything is a deal. Like every fucking pair of shoes is a deal now. It's like, oh shit, you 
Excuse me, you get a pair of J's 20% off. I'm like, bitch, mm. y'all wasn't doing this shit. I can't just, but everything's for a reason. Right. I want to fix the crib. I want to get the studio a little bit more together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get another car. Mm-hmm. So it's just certain shit that I want and with me wanting that I have to take time out for. And that's just a part of being a man. Yeah. And I, I have to understand that and I have to welcome that. So that's just me and me and you just tied in i'm i'm happy about the health part that we touched on i think we should touch on a little bit more about love and dating but i'm gonna say that for another time so i got you on the hook for another podcast dang i thought this was gonna be my only one no it can't be because you have something to say and your message is like powerful and you did a very good job at interviewing me. I caught oh, that shit. Yay. I wasn't even trying. I was just trying to figure out what to say. Mm-hmm. I caught that shit. So <laughs> just letting you know, I appreciate you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, it's more about nothing on SoundCloud. You can follow it. It's more about nothing podcast. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a couple, but you will notice because it's colorful and you have a couple people there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going back and I was thinking like, man, what was the first episode we did? Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to, if I'm going to pose this question to any one of my friends, if they can tell me the first fucking episode, I'm going to have something for them. Probably like a nice bottle of perfume or, you know, something very nice Ew. to let them know. Ew. Yep. So it's a little difficult, but we're signing off more about nothing. Can and, I plug uh, my video like you said? Oh, yeah. But I forget. Plug your video. Okay. So I did this video and test it. Can I talk? Can I talk? <laughs> yes, you can. I did this video in City Year, not this video, but I did this speech mm-hmm. um, at Little Caesars Arena back in May of 2018. And it was about my life. And I got to bring one of the students that I worked with. Can I just shout him out real quick? Go ahead. It's you. So his name, well, I ain't going to tell you his name, but he's in fifth grade right now. And uh-huh. he started at a first grade reading level. When we got done working together, he reached an eighth grade reading level. And he still, his mother asked me to be his lifelong mentor. So I just talked to his mom the other day. He's doing amazing. I plan on being with him throughout his entire life. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I did this speech. And if you want to check it out. And you should. It is on YouTube. And it's my name. It starts off with my name. And my name is Bree, B-R-E-A. Mm-hmm. And my last name, Liggins, L-I-G-G-O-N-S. Testimonial. And then just put City Year. So, yeah, it's about 20 minutes long, but I promise you. It's worth it. It's worth it's the full worth 20 I, I, I Just check it out. Mm-hmm. It's for the betterment of all our people, our babies, and Detroit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said thank you like she was doing a speech. And thank you, niggas, with money. That's what I said at the end, too. <laughs> thank you, all the people with money that thank allowed you. my thank black you. ass to be here speaking. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So uh, we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. And we're signing off. Peace.